You're listening to Spotlight on Business on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Welcome back. This is Spotlight on Business. I'm Laura Smith. We are talking all things mortgages, loans, things that are just really important right now and top of mind for a lot of people. And we have the experts in the house to do that once a month here. First State Bank with branches in Middlebury, Elkhart, Goshen, South Bend. First State Bank is so trusted for our local audience and and Michiana area and the newest branch being uh, right outside the gates of Notre Dame, correct? Correct. All right. Peggy Gaius is here. She is a mortgage loan originator, a title I wasn't familiar with until now. And uh, it's great to talk about this, though, because as I said, everybody is talking about it. My best friend literally just bought a house. And so, you know, there were so many questions about, you know, how much to put down and um, what she would be able to, you know, get the loan for and then what her all her finances looking at that to see what the best way to go was. So I know that you have different types of loans and you also have a pre-approval that's very important when it comes to getting a loan. So which do you want to tackle first? Well, let's talk about pre-approvals because they kind of piggyback into the same thing. So one of the really important things about getting a pre-approval is one, we explore the different types of loans out there and find the right one that fits your particular situation. And everybody is different. We look at, do you have money for a down payment? Believe it or not, there are 0% down loans that you don't have to have money for a down payment. So don't think you have to save up a lot of money to buy a house. Um, You know, there are at times it helps to have more money down, but there are definitely programs for those who don't. Um, you know, it's really about how much do you want to spend on a house? What do you want that monthly payment to be? Um, you know, how big do you want that house? Kind of, are you working with a realtor? Um, the advantages of doing that. So all of those things are what we work at in that pre-approval. So it's really having a conversation, looking at your income, your credit, how much you have saved up and having that conversation of what are you looking for? How can we help you get there, whether it's today, two years from now, and how do we set you up in the best situation to do that? So as you're thinking about buying a home, even if it's a year before you want to start looking, your first stop should be working with a mortgage lender because we're going to get you on track for getting your credit score as high as we can, Mm -hmm. higher your credit score, lower fees you're going to pay, better rates you're going to get, more options you're going to have. And believe it or not, it could be some things as simple as adding another credit trade, paying down the balance of your credit card. If your credit card balance is above 75% of where your limit is, so say you have a $1,000 limit on your credit card, your balance is over 750, it can drop your credit score as much as 100 points. Wow. So simply by paying down that balance, we can boost that credit score. Um, You can get added to somebody else's credit score. So let's say that you're gonna be getting married, your significant other has a great credit score and you've lived with the philosophy of I pay cash for everything, you know, which is something that you absolutely want people to do. It's a great philosophy to have. But when you come to get a mortgage, maybe you don't have much of a credit score. If your significant other adds you onto their credit cards, you get credit backdated to the beginning of their credit card date. So all of a sudden you've got two years worth of credit history that you didn't have before. So it's some simple little things that can really boost and make a difference in your credit can get you in a better situation to buy a year from now. So don't wait until you're ready. 
Come in before you're ready to do that. I would have never thought about that. I would have never realized that that would be a good thing to do, that you can start that early. My my thought was always, well, just do it when you're ready to, to bite the bullet and, you know, put your down payment down or whatever. But this is interesting to me. So but also I've heard that it, it does take a while for your credit scores to change actually when you when, when they are presented to somebody and they ask to see them. Even if you've gotten you've been doing well for the last six months or whatever, it takes a while for it to be, you know, put onto your credit score. So why does it, why does that take so long? Yeah. So basically people report once a month to the credit bureau. So if you open credit, basically whatever day of the month that business reports once a month, they report the credit bureau has kind of algorithms that go into your credit score. You kind of get dinged for new credit. Those credit inquiries kind of ding it a little bit. It likes the length of credit. It likes this good payment history over time. Um, women always do better than men with the exact same credit. Don't ask me why, but they do. Um, so there's a lot of things that go into that algorithm. So if you're trying to move that credit score, sometimes depending on how much movement you want and what you have to do to get there, it can take three years or three years, goodness, three months to sometimes a year okay. to get there. So that's why starting early house, because you've got time for that movement to get there. And you really want to talk to somebody like you, Peggy, because, it, you know, really the nuances can make a big difference in terms of the actual numbers that are going on here. So people need to know. I think a lot of people just, you know, get excited. They see something they want. They think they're just going to go and they're just going to get a mortgage and that's it and it's all done and over with but there there's shopping around you can do and there's various types of loans correct correct all right so give us an idea of what's going on in in today's world of buying who who's getting what kind of loans why and what are the best ones from your vantage point all right so conventional lending which is where you're looking at like your fixed rate options um you know, and that's been in the past where a lot of people, you know, they'll come in and go, I want a fixed rate. I want to do 30 years. I want to know what my rate is. I want to know my payment's never going to change. Um, it's a great place to be. Um, six and a quarter percent on today's rate isn't a bad rate. It's actually a good rate. You know, you're locked in for 30 years. No matter what happens in life, your payment's going to stay the same with that. But there are some other options. There are those arms, which are adjustable, a way to get into that market um, at a lower interest rate can help your buying power to go up a little bit. The rate's cheaper. You can buy a little higher and still stay within your debt to income. And you said that's called an arm? Yep, an arm, which is an adjustable rate mortgage. And there's all kinds of different ones. There are 5-5 arms, which means the rate's going to adjust every five years. There's 10-10 arms which your rate is locked in for 10 years at a time. So conversations of how long do you plan on staying in this house? Is this your forever home you're going to be in 30 years? Or are you thinking, you know, probably in the next 10 years, I'm probably going to move to something different. Um, My husband and I are at the other end of that. Our kids are grown. They're out of the house. Our thought is, is, gosh, we got this big house with the two of us in it. And so we know somewhere in probably the next three to five years, we're going to downsize. So a short-term adjustable rate that maybe the rate changes every five years might be right online with when we're planning to do something different anyways. And we can take advantage of saving a whole percent in interest. The other thing is closing costs are cheaper on that 5-5 arm than you get on the fixed rate side. So you can save on that end as well. My goodness. I never heard of this. I 
that is just eye-opening to me. And so you said it's like maybe a difference of 1% or or more higher. Could be more. Could, Could be more. You can get into, you know, a three-year arm that's going to have a cheaper rate yet. Um, you know, so it just depends how that adjustment in interest rate and what your life's goal is in that house um, can have a difference. You know, maybe you're in the process of selling another house, but you need to buy a loan or you need to get a loan. And, you know, in three years, you know, this is going to happen and I'm going to be paying this loan off. So even though you may do a three-year arm for 10 years, you can take advantage of that low interest rate, knowing you're going to pay it off in a couple of years. Wow. Lots to know, but you really need somebody. I mean, yeah. uh, unless you're in that business, I, I really can't imagine how people can be up on that. So when it does, let's say you get that arm, either mm-hmm. a five-year or a 10-year does it does the rate then come in at what wherever it is at that time? So yeah. it could be lower and it's like, let's make a deal. Or it could be, you know, 15 percent or something like that. So always a good question to ask when you're looking at arms. What I always tell people there there are caps on those adjustments. So, for instance, on our five five arm, there is a three percent adjustment that could be every five years, but no more than 3%, no more than 5% over the life of the loan. When I talk to someone about adjustable rate, I say, okay, this is where you're starting. Over here, if it adjusts the full 5% of where you start, this is where your payments would be. So this is your worst case scenario. So I think that's the key of going into ARMS is knowing, are you okay with that worst case scenario? Right. Or are you on track to, I'm going to be in and out of that in a short length of time to where those adjustments don't really matter. Um, I had a friend that did an adjustable rate and she really said over the life of the loan, she saw very little adjustments of that loan. So it just depends over, you know, that five, 10 year span, you know, rates are going to go up and down kind of like a roller coaster. You know, it doesn't mean you're going to hit that high area in five years. It could come back to relatively where you were before. Right. And what did you say were some of the benefits of that? You said closing costs are lower. Yep. Closing costs are lower. And one other thing. Yep. And you're going to have that lower interest rate with that. Okay. I just think these are, if you don't know it, you don't know it. And yep. then you're, you're perhaps missing out. Okay. So that's an arm loan. Uh, let's talk about, there's, I know there's a bridge loan because I'd heard of that before. T- tell us what that's yeah. all about. So the bridge loan has become really popular in the last few years, um, especially as there's lower inventory, there's more people bidding on houses. Um, a lot of the offers where somebody wanted to sell their house and that's where their down payments come in for that new house kind of makes them unattractive on an offer where you're saying, I want to buy your house, but I got to sell mine first. And then you got somebody over here that's doing a cash offer. Right. So um, in order to get people more attractive, you can actually do a bridge loan on your current home, get a loan up to 90% of the equity value of it. We pay off the first mortgage and then you've got that cash to go directly to that new mortgage. So you're not waiting on your home to sell. Um, The other advantage is, is as People get older, get that house paid for, they own it free and clear, and now maybe they want to downsize. And maybe your current home is worth 400000 and you want to buy in the two two fifty range. But you don't want to deal with selling your house, moving all at the same time, because um, that can be a little overwhelming at times. You can do a bridge loan on your current home, get the equity out of it to buy the new home, and then take your time moving. Oh. And then when you're done, put your other house on the market and get that sold. Um, So it's a great way to kind of stair-step that transition 
to make it less stressful of trying to do two things at the same time. Absolutely. That's uh, very interesting. Are there any other types of loans? Well, you get into, you know, there are USDA, VA, FHA loans. Um, All of those do kind of specific things. Um, Your FHA is great if you've got a lower credit score. um, You've got some cost advantages that you get with an FHA loan. Interest rates tend to be a little higher than conventional. So I try to qualify conventionally if I can. Um, USDA is a 0% down program which is kind of nice. Um, It's a rural development loan. So you have to be outside of like the South Bend city limits, the Elkhart city limits outside of Goshen. Um, But if you're in the country, those work great. First state has a 0% down loan that we don't care where you are. So you can be in South Bend, in Goshen, and you can get a U.S. or you can get a 0% down. 0% down. 0% down. So the only thing you have to bring to the table is your closing costs. Now, we do want to see a couple months reserved, so we want to make sure you have some money put back, right. you know, just to kind of help you out. Um, but it's a great way to get into a house without saving, because it's hard right now. You think about rent. Um, we just toured a new rental property that is just starting to rent in Syracuse, um, $1,800 a month in rent. Mm-hmm. And so you think about a lot of people that renting, if you're paying $1,800 a month in rent, you're struggling to save for that down payment. So there are some options to help you get there. That's incredible. Wow. But is your interest rate higher? Interest rate's a little bit higher. So it's a trade-off when um, you've got a little bit higher interest rate. We don't do PMI with it. So you do save there without, normally if you don't have 20% down, you have PMI. So even though you have a higher rate, by not having that PMI, it's, you know, you're kind of still about even of where you would have been. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious because I came from New York and I've never heard of any of this before. So is this an Indiana thing? Does it vary state by state? Um, I think it varies lender to lender. It just depends how comfortable a financial institution is in their market, um, you know, and how comfortable they are lending in the parameters that they have. So every state I believe can do it. It's just whether the financial institution wants to. So we offer a 0% down. Not every lender is going to do that. Yes. Well, I know that um, every time I mention that First State Bank is part of the programming here at Spotlight on Business once a month, inevitably everyone says, oh, that's that's my bank. That's my favorite bank. I love those people. And they then they start to talk about it less like it's a bank and more like it's a relationship. And I and I find that so interesting. So there's something that you're doing that's part of your legacy, I think, with the brand of First State Bank, where it's very personal and it's very um, it's just welcoming, engaging, informative. But it it becomes a a tight relationship with your clients. It sounds like that's from what I'm noticing living here now every I I was recommended to me to to go when I thought maybe at first I wanted to do a bridge loan or something um, before I bought my home but and I yeah I I was it was recommended so highly oh you have to go over here like we've been going here for years my parents went here for years it's a legacy brand and not I don't think all institutions all banks can say that even you know yeah they just don't you know, it's it's funny. Um, this morning I had a meeting before I came here and um, Dewey Miller, which is one of our commercial lenders, one of the things he said in the meeting, he goes, we're family. And I think that is really the philosophy that the bank uses from the management on down as we really look at it and go, we're a family. 
I treat everybody that comes in that I'm lending. I feel like they're my kids, my parents, my brothers, my sisters, and I do for them what I would want somebody to do for my family. And I think that's really the difference of how we view everybody that comes in is your family. You know, I, yes. you have an account with us. You're one of us, you know, that's that's what I have felt. And all the different people I've had on from a first state bank. That's the feeling I get after we do the show together. I'm like, wow, this just doesn't feel like standard banking practices. This sound, feels so different. And I truly think in this day and age, in the world that we live in right now, to know that where you're going, especially when it comes to your money, the most important assets physical assets of your life. It's just incredible to me that this beautiful sense of hometown family um, is available to people who live in Elkhart, in Middlebury, in Goshen, and now South Bend. So it really is um, unique. And I think it's what makes you stand apart and why you've been around for as long as you have. Peggy Gaius, very grateful to have you on today with this wonderful um information that I think, you know, there's always something surprising that you learn that you thought you knew it all when it came to that topic, but you don't really. And so I think people should be encouraged uh, if they're buying their home, their first home or their 10th home uh, to go check out First State Bank and maybe have a conversation with you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you having me on the show. What would be the, the best website to find First State Bank on and the best phone number? Yep. So our website is bfirst.bank. And our phone number, um, there's various ones you can call. Um, just go to our website. There's We have chats. You can talk to somebody right there at First State Bank. Okay, so be first. Dot bank. Dot bank. Nice and easy. Thank you so much, Peggy Gaius, who is the mortgage loan originator at First State Bank. We'll see you next time on Spotlight on Business. And if you'd like to share this conversation with anyone, be sure to go to our podcast page, Spotlight on Business at 953MNC.com. I'm Laura Smith. If you missed any part of today's show, log on to 953MNC.com and look for the Spotlight on Business podcast. Be sure to tune in again next Sunday afternoon at 4.30 for Spotlight on Business on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station.